Welcome back to Dance Tips Daily. And if you're new, welcome to the fam. I'm your host, Danny Albertina, and this is the podcast where I read to you, with the author's permission, of course, short and sweet dance excerpts on topics such as choreography, performance, mental health, physical health, nutrition, education, and more. Bonus episodes release the first of every month featuring exclusive one-on-one interviews with those who keep our dance community alive. If you're ready to spend a little time getting a little better each day, let's dance in. Are you ready to get started? Sure. Okay. I'm always, I always tell my, I always tell my students, somebody asks you, say, you ready? Just say yes. That opportunity, that opportunity might not come again. Welcome back to Dance Tips Daily. And if you're new, welcome to the fam. I'm your host, Danny Albertina, and this is the podcast where I read to you, with the author's permission, of course, short and sweet dance excerpts on topics such as choreography, performance, mental health, physical health, nutrition, education, and more. Bonus episodes release the first of every month featuring exclusive one-on-one interviews with those who keep our dance community alive. If you're ready to spend a little time getting a little better each day, let's dance in. Hell yeah, dude. (laughs) Yo. Hundred percent. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's all my ringtones on my phones is Star Wars stuff. <laughs> well, I feel so lucky that we have you on the show today. Thank you for joining. I feel very blessed to be here. <laughs> so, um, for the listeners who might not have the pleasure of knowing Tiger. He is a mastermind choreographer. All of his concepts brought to life will keep you engaged from the beginning till the start. He is sweeter than the sweetest person you'd ever meet, even though the name Tiger seems a little scary. You just, if you met him, you just want to, you'd always want to be around. (laughs) So with that being said, Tiger, can you tell us a little bit about yourself within dance? I know I gave just a very brief in, uh, introduction, but is there anything else that you'd like the listeners to know about you within the dance world? Um, I've been dancing a long time. Uh, since, uh, as far as back I can remember, I'm self-taught. Uh, most of my training was all from like street dance, dancing in clubs and stuff like that. Um, I was always that guy, I feel like I was always that dancer that's danced with a lot of people, mm-hmm. but not, but it was never planned. You know, um, I've had, I've had the, I've had the, the blessing to dance with Black Eyed Peas and it was not on stage. We just danced together. <laughs> just just rock the club all night. I've had moments like that all my life dancing, dancing with people. And it's got me, it's, it's got me uh, pretty, pretty far, pretty, pretty well, pretty well done. Um, I just love dance. Totally. Everywhere I go, I, I'm twitching somewhere. <laughs> At work, in the grocery store, my face. Uh, 
to the listeners out there, I have to say my best tool of getting music is in a grocery store. Yes, I am here for that. Walmarts, Targets, grocery stores, the mall. I hear random music and I'm like, Shazam. Oh, totally. Up and down the aisles doing the Dougie. (laughs) I love it. Love it. I always tell people that find music when you go out in the world. I love that. And you talked a little bit about how you were self-taught. When you self-taught, were you teaching yourself, like, at the time? Like, what? when was this? Like, were you watching videos on the internet? Had that kicked off yet? Or were you mainly okay. just going to the clubs and watching people who inspired you? Uh, I used to always just watch Michael Jackson growing up. There was, there was no internet. We had to record that stuff on VHS. I played back over and over. Next thing I know, I'm imagining I got a crowd full of people and I'm Michael Jackson and I'd go out there and like, mama, look, look, look. Show off in front of her friends all the time and it just never stopped from there. Um, I never thought I'd be ever be on the stage until a friend of mine, shout out to my brother Maurice Mahone, uh, saw me dancing in the basement and he convinced me, he said, man, we should do the talent show. That was it. What talent show was this? Like, was this it is our talent senior show? talent show in high school, like Hazelwood East High School. Yes. And, and what style did you do? You self-produced it? You guys choreographed yeah. it on your own? We just choreographed a little, a little uh, small group. There's two of us, two dudes, and I think three girls. I believe we danced to, to like some Mary J. Blige and some uh, uh, Luke, oh man, that '90s stuff. <laughs> that Let's '90s stuff. Oh. <laughs> and um, what did the judges think? No, we was just—it was a class thing. It was battle of the classes. And did it go well? Did you guys do well? Were you proud? Yeah, we ended up winning that thing. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you can find it on Facebook. Yeah, we'll, okay, you'll have to send me that and we can put that within the show notes for anyone who wants a little reference of that. I will definitely find it and submit to you. <laughs> I love that you men- mentioned that MJ is one of your inspirations because I definitely see a lot of that musicality within your um, choreography. And this is actually a question I was going to ask later on, but you set yourself up for a perfect time to start asking. Um, within your choreography what I've loved the challenge the most is your interesting use of the instruments within the music do you think that you you do this because of Michael Jackson's influence or is there like is there another influence that you have from maybe friends like have you made music on your own um my biggest influence is growing up as music was always Michael Jackson Prince mm-hmm. um my mom, God rest her soul, was also huge with dance. She always danced around the house. She oh. always played music. It was not a lot of TV watching in the house. We always played music. My uncle was in a cover band. Shout out to A. Wesley Fulton out there in Atlanta, Georgia. My uncle, love you, mom. Uh, he still teaches dance to this day, actually, in Amazing. Atlanta. Uh, he teaches a uh, West African jazz style. Love it. So that was, he was a huge influence because he was my babysitter all the time. So I was always there 
at his band rehearsals. I was always there when he'd be just dancing at at, at the house. So oh, that was that was huge for me, yeah. and I could still remember to this day sitting there watching late at night. You know, saying my mom worked nights, my uncle babysat me, and then they have band practice at like eleven o'clock at night. I'm, supposed to be in bed but i'm watching (laughs) and back then they performed a lot of the the prince the rick james uh, beatles rolling stones um you know they were cover bands so uh, james brown and i grew up watching that just constantly watching that and i believe that so many hours, long nights and days of just constantly watching it just kept digging in my brain. So when I would hear music, I would naturally pick up on stuff. I'm like, oh, I, I would dance to it. And I didn't even realize I'd be dancing. I, yeah. It just hit me out of nowhere. Um, I still do that. I still, even back when I was younger, I would hear things in music like, ooh, did you hear that? And I'm always playing, where did that come from? Where did they get that from? I still do this to this day. I do that with the kids in class. Uh, they'll play a song or ask me to do a song, but I, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me show you like three different versions of that same song that's been played over time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 and then you hear music differently that way. You I hear the same so, song. Totally. I think that's so important that you take the time to do that with them. And I know some programs may not be too happy about that time not spent on like cleaning, drilling, like rehearsing the piece. But that's something that goes with them way beyond like the next year, you know, so big pats on the backs for Tiger for taking the time to share that with kids because I don't know of too many other teachers who like really take the time in that competitive setting to do so. I will have to say another influence, and this came in my later years. I have to give it to Ashley Tate, man. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That girl really refined me as a dancer and teacher, and I was just like, I can really do this as a career. And, and by refined, do you mean like she encouraged you to keep pushing or like, you know, was she fine tuning you and like giving you feedback to help you be a well, stronger educator or? Well, I was, I, I, I was teaching classes, but you know, before I met her, but I didn't know what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? I've never been trained. I've never even been in a dance studio. Uh-huh. I, I went on a tour before, but we practiced in a barbershop. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, so when she saw me freestyle, she's like, man, you know, come to this audition. This is when she first started. It was like her second year as ADC. Uh-huh. I, I went there. I'm in this room, this hotel ballroom with all these girls, with these numbers. And I'm like, oh my God, what is this? I, I ain't never been, <laughs> you know? Uh, I remember her mom just comforting me, saying, oh, you're going to be fine, baby. You remember Mama Tate. She's uh, always, you know. I still have earrings from her that I got oh. when I was in ADC. Like, those things have lasted me, like, seven years at this point. <laughs> I went in there, and I had to do all the stuff across the floor and was just failing miserably. <laughs> oh. But what caught their eyes, so she was like, okay, I want everybody to improv. I was like, about time. 
<laughs> and I, I, I'd like to believe I really impressed them because I was on that company for nine years, man. Yeah. Years. Yeah. So huge shout out to Ashley Tate, Ashley Leanne Dan's company, Mama Tate, mm-hmm. Sis, Granny, all y'all. Huge <laughs> shout out to that whole family. Definitely. And I love that they come together as a family for the growth of the company. It's so cool to see that. Um, yeah. I don't see too many like family involvements within companies nowadays. So it's nice to have that like homey feel support system. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, shout out to all the B-boys and street dancers in St. Louis. Um, yeah. Eric Billings, uh, Airsick, Black Belt Jones, uh, Freedom, all, all those guys, all those guys, huge, huge. Swift, my first person I ever went on tour with. Uh, all those guys, man. Huge shout out to, to the street dancers out there, man. So when when you got to know the street dancers or like when you became a part of the community, did you meet everyone like through going out or was it just like, you know, hanging out with one friend and then, you know, you go to this house and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, going out. Yeah. Met my, I want to say I met the first ones was uh, DMAC and Kevin, Kevin and um, at the Cheetah Club. I was up in there getting my groove on. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, I see two dudes that they were across the hall just staring at me like they want to jump me. I was like, <laughs> so I stopped dancing, and the next one just just start busting. And I'm just like, holy cow! And from that moment, we just danced all night, and we've been best friends ever since. I love that. I think it's so oh. important that you shared these stories of how you first started dancing because especially now a lot of times in competition world they want this like commodified version of hip-hop dance right and right no we we met in a raw raw atmosphere right and that's that's how that's how the instruction went for you you know that's how the learning process was so if you are going to try to compare a hip-hop dancer's teaching style to how a traditional jazz dancer who is like in the studio or ballet dancer who's in the studio you know like in very very like this 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 formal 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 not saying that hip-hop isn't formal either but i just think like you can't approach different styles in the same way you know right right it's it's hard um yeah i've met all those guys in that kind of scenario Mm -hmm. like straight up (laughs) hollywood uh breaking scenario like "Mm, what you looking at what you looking at let's bust (laughs) and we just all grew up together like that yeah then we we would start hanging out each other's houses and stuff like that and doing this Uh and that uh-huh. Shout out to Wisdom too. I met him the same. I met his whole Flyboy crew. I had to battle them all at once. That's how I met them. And, and where would you battle them at? Oh, it was at the You Got Served competition in, in St. Louis. It was uh-huh. when You Got Served was real popular, and they were doing a, 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 a little competition tour. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I went there, and I didn't know. I didn't even know it was that many freestyle dancers in our community. Yeah. I just went there with my homie. My homie didn't dance. He just wanted to go watch. 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, I had it a battle every last out there. I ended up winning that, by the way. Okay. Yeah, huge shout out. <laughs> huge shout out. I ended up winning that You Got Served competition in St. Louis. I did. That was some, God, when was that? Like 2007? Oh, wow. Something like that's, that. that's something I love about improv is that you can't hide who you are in improv. Like, there's no faking it. Exactly who you are shines through. And um, I think a big reason why you do so well at least from my opinion why you do so well in improv is like you're just so easy to talk to in general you're like a really welcoming person and i think you're confident in who you are and that comes out whenever you dance you're like talking with body movements instead and there's that goofiness it's like so likable that i think some people are afraid to do so i just i've always admired you and looked up to you for those characteristics right on right on yeah. Yeah, man. I, I had a lot of influences just watching random people that quote unquote can't dance. Yeah. I'm just watching. I, I, sometimes it's about feeling another person's energy. They don't have to have all the best dance moves in the world, but if you feel something from them and it gets in your body, next thing you know, you're now you understand why they're dancing. Like you understand what they're feeling, and, and it's 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 a magical feeling. I tell people that all the time. I've learned so many things from just watching people dance. Mm-hmm. Random people just enjoying life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can tell so much from when someone dances. And I like. I wish I could just billboard this out to, I mean, I'm using a podcast, so it is kind of going to the whole world. But like, I wish I could promote it to every single dancer's ear that it's so important to just like let the feeling be there and not let those like spooky scaries from who's ever on the other side of the watching table like take away from your light like mm-hmm. i see so many dancers judging these competitions and they're just so rigid and i know like the more that they do it the more accustomed to it they'll be and the less fear they have but like i think they're just so worried about what someone thinks or what the feedback will be that it's like well this is why you're getting the feedback is because like we just we want to see you you know like even if your toes sickled and this and this and this like whatever technical things can all be taught but freaking attitude and personality cannot you know totally i encourage i i I preach that in in my class i preach a lot in class (laughs) i I, I definitely get that from my church (laughs) from my my pastor (laughs) um i i I go and the parents enjoy it because they'll listen because they can hear me talk yeah. And they're like, man, it's so, it's so funny when when you get towards the end of class, like the last ten minutes, you start. It sounds like you're preaching to the kids, cause I do. I, I'm very yeah. passionate about how, how I went about things in dance. Um, fun fact: I've never had an agent, and yeah. I've been on stage with Morris Day in the Time, Raven Simone. I performed at the Super Bowl NFL party. I've performed at the NBA All-Star Game, um, Destiny's Child, I've never had an agent. I've just hustled, 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 and I talk to people, I network. People say, oh man, he always showing up. I sure am. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm just doing me. You call it showing off, I call it doing me. Totally. I love that. And dance to me is kind of like, dance is my church. 
So it's nice that, especially with the people that you're investing in and they're investing in you, they get to know a little bit more outside of just the dance steps because that's what dance ultimately is, right? Like within our body, we're handed this DNA from our ancestors and, you know, it goes like so on and so on. Like I know, similar to you, like I came out of the womb just dancing. Like, right. <laughs> you know? And I, in Collinsville, um, my hometown, like there's not too many people, at least growing up in the 90s that you heard of as like professional dancers. You know, it's like not something that you you strive to be or that you write down on your first grade paper that you're going to grow up and be. Um, so I think it's it's important that I love what you're doing because it's important that they have someone to believe in them and like guide them in the right way and like be a living example of that it is possible. You know, you're not just all talk without the walk. Um, you're a teacher that demonstrates. Like, you know those teachers who sit down and they're like, yes, do this. And you're like, well, what? <laughs> oh, I still go full out in class. I'm I bet you do. <laughs> 43 years old and I still teach breakdance in class. I spin on my head. I go full out with the students. When when I get frustrated, I, I even go harder. Yeah. In the parking lot when I'm trying to go home, I sit there about 45 minutes. And I'm like, oh my God, why did I do that? That is so <laughs> but funny. I, I, I push, I push every, every, every class. Who do you think you get that trait from? Like that relentless grit, like the arts and dancing is a really, really hard field. It's super competitive. A lot of times like you put in a lot more than what you get out in some ways. So like, who would you say has inspired you to have that? My Sifu, my Sifu, Nicholas Berger, God rest his soul. Um, he was my martial arts teacher for umpteen years. Yeah. Um, he'd never let us be defeated. He wasn't like, you know, uh, you know, no yes. mercy, but he always mentally never let us be defeated. How and do you think he did that? Yeah. He was he was old school he was old school uh kung fu guy. Mm -hmm. So I mean he used to take us on these long meditation journeys out in the woods and just make us meditate he we always had like different uh forms and, and stuff to hold. Uh -huh. We sit there and hold and we have to meditate. And your body be so ready to collapse. And he's he's speaking to you as he's almost like speaking healing words to your body as you as you do this. And you just take and take all of that and you just push to the next level. You just keep pushing. You just keep pushing. Um, oh wow! And almost, you were you were kind of young whenever you were working with him, right? Yeah, I started with him when I was like thirteen. Yeah, and as an uh, early teenager, mm -hmm. meditating is something that seems pretty tricky to, like, quiet the mind. Um, I moved, I probably lived with him when I was, like, 20. Was I old enough to do that? No, I don't think so. Because I was still kickboxing back then. I, martial arts and dance all my life. <laughs> wow. wow. Um, I don't, I don't know, because you know what, Danielle, they always say, you know, people are so young to do this, do this, do that. Explain those those kids in Asia that can do all that at age eight. 
totally. Explain the freaking, and you probably see it more now out there in California, those little beast out there that are like eight nine years old like how do you have the focus to do that mm-hmm. you know saying I, I sometimes i think there's a small mentality small group of people that have a mentality especially out here in the midwest that oh my child shouldn't be children should be doing this and that and this they don't have the focus i'm like why i see it all over the world how come we can't do it here yeah i teach my kids my little ones, I teach them the same intricacy level mm-hmm. as my seniors. Yeah. It might take them two, maybe three weeks longer to learn it. Mm-hmm. I train them the same way. I give them the same lessons. I give them the same advice. I might have to word it differently just because they don't understand. Yeah. But I, I totally believe that when we're teaching children, we should teach them because we don't teach the anybody around old age, you know. You might, like I said, you might have to word it differently so they can understand. But I don't think they're ignorant to it. I don't think they're not capable. Um, no, totally. I do yeah. think that that has a lot to do with who their leader is and how the leader conducts. And like their leader, for example, if there's someone above them, so. If you're a dance instructor at a certain studio and the certain studio only wants this for this age range, then, you know, if it's in your nature to teach these intricacies, da, 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 and the people above it don't see the value, then it's kind of like, well, then your educa- are the kids' education is being compromised from what they could truly get from you as an educator, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I love that you said that, though. Yeah, but... Yeah. I was one of the few students in my martial arts uh, dojo uh, that was in all the adult classes. There's a a few of us that he trained like adults when we were young. Yeah. We lived Marcy (laughs) Food. It probably because he saw something in you, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's some kids that I teach and I can tell, like, they just want to have fun. And I'm like, that's okay. That's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, then you gotta read those out too, yeah. Totally. But I mean, I love how influential that he still is in your life. Like God rest his soul, that you know, even your logo has that like kung fu vibe to it. A lot of your sharp staccato movements kind of has that martial arts feel to it as well. Um yeah, so I think it's important that like dancers now just remember that what they're doing now can affect them long term so to make sure that they're surrounded by good company and like good leaders and that too for the parents like really taking a step back and being like okay like what program am i signed up for and does it align with the goals that i have for myself and my family you know i i feel like it's we we have a little responsibility to guide them too, the parents. Mm-hmm. Um, they can't do it on their own. No, no. We're, we're with their kids more than a lot of them. Some of those are those kids are spending sixteen hours a week with their dance teachers or their oh. football coach or their ice figure skating coach. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and a lot of these kids really look up to us in a different way. So, yeah, parents come to us. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's a little bit of our responsibility to say, hey, mom, um, hey, dad, have a talk. <laughs> totally. 
And I love that you mentioned that too. Um, takes a village, Danielle. I will always go by that. It takes a village to raise yeah. a child. Yeah. That's then, that's everything that child is infected with as far as who they talk to. It takes uncle, grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, the teacher, the, the coach, all of us. Is We're all in this together of raising all these children to the next generation to be good people, you know? Totally. That family mentality is so true to you as well. Like you, no matter who you teach, they always are so warm to you. Like you are invited to family barbecues, family parties. And um, I think that village mentality of being like, no, like we're all super connected is so, so sweet and so important to have because a lot of times there are people, choreographers, dancers, etc., who get into this and feel so competitive that they're like, they feel like that they can't extend that reach out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or like feel as like honestly and genuinely open. And so that's something, another thing that I've always like looked up to and appreciated about you. Like, you know, you've been to many of my family parties, like crawfish broils and all like. God, I'll never forget that crawfish broil. Woo. <laughs> Folks, I ain't never been around stuff like that and I had to hold my composure boy. <laughs> oh stop it. No, thank you for like, introducing me to that. I, you know what? And I've I've eaten them since then too. I love that. It, that's so funny because I don't eat meat now. So like I don't eat any of those things. Like I'm pretty sure we ate a whole bunch of crawfish and then like went to the basement and danced for two hours. Yep. Like just a belly full. <laughs> Yep. potatoes garlic crawfish that was good times i miss home <laughs> yeah man i feel you yeah um so with that being said what is some advice that you would give to a young dancer who's just starting out in dance especially given the covid situation it's you know dance is a vulnerable scary thing for some people when you first start and then to have the backdrop of a pandemic on top of it, what could you say to help encourage them to either keep going or encourage them? Always, always, I always advise to keep pushing. Um, it's, 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 it's a different, it's different now as far as you know how we especially how we connecting nowadays i mean we're still not back to normal as far as how we're interacting you know i can't even i can't even go into this when i'm hype in class i can't get the kids high fives no more I go, yeah. hey. right. fine. so it is hard to tell them how to go about as far as the networking process but we got it. We, we're all still figuring out. I'm still figuring out. Uh, thank God for internet. Yeah. Of course. Thank God to all those teachers that immediately jumped on and started linking up on these Zoom classes, the I, the internet or the IG classes, um, all the all those social media networks that people are trying to reach out to get these kids moving and grooving. God bless you all. I, I, it was frustrating for me. I pushed through. Mm -hmm. I actually enjoyed teaching some of the, the IG classes now. Nice. Um, 
but never give up, man. You can't never give up. I don't think I always I always say this that you know God don't give us nothing we can't handle. Oh. And I think that as a as not only as an individual for myself and you or anybody else, but in this world, we'll we'll figure it out. You know what I'm saying? We'll figure it out. Um, what do you think dance has provided for you during the time of COVID or the pandemic? Obviously, a little frustration because of you know, like it, we're so used to like especially coming from nightlife dancing and like club dancing it's so engaged it's like you feel the feeling the vibe with your friends you hear the music together at the same time in the same space like so then when you add this element of like a screen and then it seems like so formal like for when dance has felt like more of like a home a church a community that you experience in person like i totally sympathize with you there on like how hard it was to be like okay what am i teaching well like what class am i going to right now you know and so like what's it's happening it's definitely different um how to answer a question uh Oh, I just went blank. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Pick your time. Say that again. Yeah, no, I talk too much sometimes. So this is like, I need to work on that too. Like, so what would you say dance has provided for you? Oh, uh, peace, man. Yeah. Um, dance will always be a, a, a sanctuary for myself. Um, Dance got me through the hardest times I've ever been through, and um, it's a good practice for myself. I, I dance in my home. Uh, I play the music real loud. Thank good for good walls. My neighbors can't hear me. Nice. Um, it's a sanctuary for me, man. I, I, I can't, I, I don't know if I can, if any of anybody else feels that way. Mm -hmm. But even when, when I was going through my own depression, struggles through, through life, going to the club was never about drinking and partying. Mm -hmm. You know, I was always the first one there at the club and the last one to leave. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been there with you before, sweating like all night long. We went to that live show, I think, off Washington Ave or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was always a such a peace for me when I dance. Even during this pandemic, I just I, I cut the lights low, cut my music on, and just go go in. I start off and sit. You know, my couch rocking my head, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Next thing I know, I'm like, getting up and just, I, I'm just going full out. And it'll be like an hour later, I'm just, oh my God, I'm going to dance for an hour. I feel relieved. I feel uh, uh, not a disconnect from the world, but a disconnect from the world's problems. Yeah, that's important. Um, I use that as as church sometimes, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, 
and, and that's huge. I always say, if you're a dancer, you're going to feel it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And feel you should feel it almost anywhere. Don't let it be planned. You got to plan it out. You just, just, just feel it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Music is probably the one of the best creations God has ever made. And if you really listen to it and hear it, feel it in your body, express that. Everything, everything feels so much better. So much better. Yeah. Can't express that enough. Um, I, there was something I want to say about. Teaching. I can't remember. He'll come back to me. Yeah. Yes. Uh, during this pandemic, just keep dancing, man. Yeah. yeah. Was nothing it about can, teaching during COVID hard. through the screen? Huh? Or any, was your thought about teaching during COVID through the screens or anything like that? Um, I've learned a lot from myself teaching through a Zoom class. I've learned how to detail more. Oh, wow. I love that silver lining. And what do you mean by detail more? In class, it's like, okay, I can go teach, look in the mirror, then, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, start um, and look. All right, cool, you got it. Well, let's go again. Right. Let's move on a little bit. Now that I have to sit here and actually watch, like, maybe two screens at a time, or right, uh-huh. something don't look right. Watch this arm here. Watch that hand there. Watch that neck there. I actually pay attention more to those details through a Zoom class and I do actually live. And now that I'm back in classes, Uh I've learned to take that from Zoom and incorporate it in my class now. That is so cool, Tiger. I love that. Um, I'm kind of, I come from a little bit of an opposite way, whereas like, you know, I grew up on dance team, drill team, ballet, like super strict, rigid. So like details for me were like everything that when I moved to New York and I was teaching hip hop to kids, like I had to deconstruct the way that I was looking at like grooves and um, different choreography that I'd give them. Cause I'd be like finger, this, 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 this. And it almost just got in a way where it would be like too mechanical. So it's so interesting that now like I'm sure you have like the perfect balance because your your groove and your choreography is amazing but like to have that little extra detail in regards to translating it is I bet super beneficial for the kids especially who are like trying to first start learn learning the beauty of it yeah yeah thank god shout out to uh, whoever created zoom yeah, it taught, it taught me something. To be yeah. honest, it, it really has taught me something as, as far as a teacher. Um, I've seen a lot of kids grow actually through Zoom. Surprisingly, yeah. that first month was a little rough. Oh you yeah, know? And, I think we were all um, kind of like, "What?" I think, thank God, I I am, I am like balls to the wall crazy sometimes because those kids just never know what I'm going to do on Zoom class. So what are we finna do today, Mr. Tiger? Mm, We finna get it in, though. I love it. And Uh you like sending your kids on scavenger hunts and stuff. Like, you made it it fun. A a dark time, you definitely brought light to it. And so I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy to hear that, like, even though you weren't keen to Zoom at first, like, you know, you made the most of it. You were being a leader for them. And I think that's, that's 
great that's like the number one thing you want from a leader is that they're like okay even though this doesn't feel good for me that i'm going to make it feel good for them <laughs> you know i even did a, a couple parking lot sessions too oh yeah that's a, a parking lot that was totally empty because you know nobody was going anywhere mm -hmm. and the spaces are pretty much six feet apart so i was like hmm Brought my boom box and said, let's go. I hit up all the parents and said, anybody want to get their kids out the house? They quick, they were quick to jump up on I that. Bet. I bet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the kids were quick to get on that too because they were tired. By then, they, everybody was tired of, of recess. <laughs> oh, yeah. I bet. I so bet. That was, that, was, that was pretty fun. I, I enjoyed it. I would actually do that again, even if we weren't in COVID. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice to dance outside. Get some vitamin D, fresh air. I forgot what it felt like, man. I haven't done it in so long. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's another silver lining moment from the pandemic. Yeah. Take your kids outside and dance, uh, teachers out there. <laughs> I mean, turn up the scene, change up the scenery a little bit. Get some sunshine in your blood. Well, let me tell you, Tiger, I'm teaching outdoor dance classes right now, and they're young kids, like very, very young, seven, sometimes three. And when I thought teaching them indoors was hard or like hard oh. to get their attention, like now we got on masks, now we got on like bad air quality with the smoke and fires. Now we got like a competition with kids playing on the playground nearby, even though it's blocked off. And so, you know, like, attention is everywhere but like I try I pulled out all the tricks like and I get better because the tricks keep getting trickier and trickier and I'm zooming them in <laughs> it takes it takes some talent just to grab a hold of those those younglings like that it really I'm does saying. it's a struggle but like you I'm I'm learning and I think I like being in those consistent learning situations it keeps the brain going and the body moving you know <laughs> i do want to say to my teachers out there i know a lot of us struggle you know um especially teach, teaching these kids and a lot of a lot of teachers may not you know i got some friends out there that struggle with teaching their kids and they're like they just don't want to do this no more because the kids they're not as influenced, I guess. It's not as fun for them. And you only want to teach the ones that are want to be great. And remember that uh, not all the not not all of us are built the same, you know? Yeah. Those kids might really do want to be there, but they don't know how to open up. Mm -hmm. It might take months. It might take years. I've had kids come to me that Two years later, now this person is, mm -hmm. you know. So don't don't give up on them out there, teachers. I, I know it gets that. hard, even all the way down to the little three year olds that they just want to talk about their dog. Oh my god, <laughs> teaching Zoom to three year olds, man. Oh my god, three and four year olds. It was all about their stuffed animals and their dog in the house. <laughs> uh, don't give up on them, man. Uh, they 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 feed off that. You know, they feed off that energy. Mm -hmm. Kids feed off uh, our, our energy more than you think. So if you even have that mentality that you just don't want to be here or be around this kid, they're going to feed off that. Totally. Right? Take uh, responsibility. For don't, don't give up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
been doing this 20 years, I think 20, 23 years now, 24 or something. 23 years, something like that. Yeah. And I, I run into it all the time. And sometimes I just want to grab one of those kids. Lord Jesus. I wish I had a sponge ball I could just throw at them all the time. That way it don't hurt, but I'm still getting the frustrations out. <laughs> but don't give up on them, man. Like I said, we it, it takes a village to raise these kids, and you're a part of that influence. So if they see that, if you if you have that in your heart, they're going to feel it. God bless you. Thank you. And don't give up, teachers. We're, we're some of the biggest influence in these kids' lives, besides their parents, you yeah. know? So, hey, keep pushing. That's a huge shout-out to all my advanced teachers out there. And on to more good news, you have some exciting new steps that you're taking in your dance life, right? Do you want to share yes. a little bit about that? Yes, I am going to be starting my own little dance company, dance crew. I'm not sure how exactly I'm going to approach it, crew or company. Um, the Forest Dance Crew. Uh, yes, represent. He's showing us his awesome logo. There's this really cool. Shout out to my boy, Dion Johnson out there. <laughs> nice. I believe his website is Peace, Love, and Anime. Love it. The Forest Dance Crew. Yep. So cool. Um, I just wanted, I just wanted to teach kids that want to take it to that level. I, I believe teaching kids to be professional dancers doesn't necessarily mean they're to become professional dancers, but they become professionals. Mm-hmm. Okay. It translates. So totally. I just want to give them that opportunity. Um, almost like Ashley Tate did. She she geared her company towards professional people mm -hmm. that wanted to dance professional. Yep. So those kids that are that still want to grow up to be a computer science, um, a teacher, a lawyer, a doctor, you can still train to be a professional dancer and have both sides of the force. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> both sides of the force. That's awesome. You know, so I don't want to. I don't want to just compete. I want to offer opportunities to shoot music videos, so they get that kind of comfortability. Mm -hmm. um, I love. I love. That's something else I'm huge on with my my uh, my dances. I love recreating movies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love the um, yeah. dance form. So my company will offer that. We will offer lessons to do, you know, opportunities to perform around the city of Chicago, the suburbs of Chicago. Um, yeah. And the style will primarily be hip-hop, correct? It will be primarily hip-hop, but I like, you know, I like to dibble and dabble into other forms of stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, your Beatles number, loved it from back you in the day. What? I've never, that was the only time I ever felt that connected with that song. I've tried to redo that song and never felt that connection like I did that. Really? 
Really? Yeah. yeah, sometimes you gotta, you just gotta leave it where it was, you know? <laughs> yeah. I remember doing that and I was like, I wonder if I could re redo that one. And I did it in class, I was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's nothing like I do when, when uh, we were in ADC. No, nothing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's on different bodies too, so that always feels different. That's the cool thing about live shows and live dancing rather than TV or commercial is that, you know, it's, there's that element of surprise each time that it's performed. Yeah. My company will offer the style of hip hop that brings old and new together. Love it. I love, I love teaching old school stuff. I love teaching old school style. Um, but I love the new new stuff too. I love all the grooves, all the hype movements. The the style the way freestyle is going in this metamorphosis type way. Mm -hmm. um, I, I love teaching all that. Um, I like teaching I want to teach about how I want them to get into musicians' minds. Yeah, yeah. Why do they create this? What is this what is the story telling you? Mm -hmm. Why is this making you move this way. I want to offer things like that. That's the kind of teaching that I want to offer with my company. Um, I want to encourage kids to, when we go to a convention, don't always hang around your friends. It's good. That's good that we get to enjoy that moment with them, but meet people, dance, feel people's energies. Okay. Sometimes I think dance teaches us that not only just so, so we can dance, but so we can live in the world. You know, I want to be able to feel your energy. I want to be able to feel your energy, take from your energy. Mm -hmm. That's how I treat class. Mm -hmm. When I'm in the class, I'm that person and I'll stop here for a couple times. I'll be here, hey, how you doing? Did you get this step? All right, cool, cool. <laughs> I'm that person. I want my kids, they don't necessarily have to be that open like that, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I want them to have that opportunity to, to learn it and yeah. understand that you go out in the world that's how you network mm -hmm. to not be afraid of that totally yeah do not be afraid of that you i mean you can have all i'm not saying degrees aren't bad degrees are great but if you can't open your mouth and talk to a person okay you don't mean nothing <laughs> right. you gotta network you gotta get to know how to approach people how to how to like i said feel energies Mm -hmm. I, want, I want kids to understand that, you know, saying yeah. because the world is fast, so super fast. Out it's unpredictable, and I feel like that. Some of my teachers give them that, give them a little bit of that training. Definitely, and so it's based in Chicago, and you'll be teaching kids as young as and as old as. Four through if grandma want to come up in here and get get okay <laughs> I wish I remember the lady I've had, I've had a couple grandmothers in my class and they're in their seventies they come in there they might not do the drops but they be in there getting yeah. their groove on them yeah Tiger I'm all for a chair dance so like if there's a community of seniors out there you should choreograph a nice little chair one for them to perform at these little conventions I bet I people you. would eat that up <laughs> no, that would be dope that would be dope yeah I want to offer it to all 
to everybody. I wanted, I wanted to be like, almost like how I had my nerds, man. Yeah. My nerds all danced together. There was no really, I mean, sure, I broke some of them up in, in smaller groups mm -hmm. so they can compete at age levels. But when they came to class and learning, mm -hmm. we all learned everything together. Yeah. Everybody learned everybody solo, everybody learned duo, everybody, you know, it, we came. That was that was one of my biggest favorite teams I've ever worked with. Shout out to Chemo Ford, Sue Ford, yeah. Ford Sisters, uh, Nick Ford, the Nerd Herd Clan, shout out. That was a huge, huge, huge break for me into where I am now. Nice. That's and why, and why I like teaching like that. Because yeah. I mean, we didn't have no class. We only had three hours a day together and I had all these kids and from ages here to here. You know? Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, what am I going to do? Well, y'all better just jump on the bus and learn. Yeah. <laughs> Put your seatbelt on. That's and they became awesome. huge, huge family together. Those kids, the little kids were it was like all one age together. Totally. It's so tricky to manage just because there's not too many settings, at least in American culture, that allow for that. So I think it's beautiful that you had that environment. And I'm pretty sure there's like schools in like, like Costa Rica or like in Mexico somewhere where they have kids as young as like three, all the way up to the eighth graders. And there's like, you know, the older kids help the younger kids. You see this beautiful village, like what we talked about being created like organically. And you know, the young ones learn from the older ones, the older ones feel like a little bit more sense of responsibility, which also then they learn how to be a stronger leader, you know, and understand the depths of their role within the company. Yeah, that's beautiful. They were so good. I remember a few of your performances. You would always send me videos. <laughs> Man, the nerds helped me, helped me get out on that spot. Yeah. They were they worked hard. Yeah, that was a hard working group of people. I, I do give a lot of props to Chemo because yeah. he was a he was a drill sergeant. He was a, he was a martial arts teacher, so his teachings came from similar similar backgrounds like I had. And yeah. How we trained those kids, man. Huge shout out to them. Yeah. Nice. Huge shout out to all those those kids I've ever worked with. Um. I love you all. It's been a part of my growth as a human being to be in your lives. Not even just, just to dance, but just being able to talk, have conversations with you, sit down and break bread with you. All those kids and family, that's, that's, that's the important part. Yeah. That's the, the highlight of me being a dancer dance teacher because it has opened those doors to so much love family it's huge you know it's huge the world is my family i love my family i miss all my my blood relatives and stuff i don't see them much shout out to my sisters hi <laughs> um hi sisters <laughs> but yeah dance is this is is the center of my 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 family, uh, being in family. Um, yeah, you've um, done a great job of creating that for 
the dance families you've been in. So yeah, yeah. I feel very fortunate to have been in your dance family circle for as long as I have. And oh, yeah. we're far apart. <laughs> I feel like we can pick up wherever we just left off at old J and J's and <laughs> kick it easy. God, we were just talking about that. You know, I just went to see them two weeks ago under, under unfortunate circumstances. Uh, Ashton Tate's granny had passed, but I saw all the ADC family there. Oh, no. new. Oh. And that was the first thing everybody talked about was J well, JJ's or JNA's? J and J's or J and A's. I'm not sure, but I will just like all the neon lights are that jukebox. Folks, <laughs> <laughs> we used to dance so hard and practice and then go eat these greasy burgers right afterwards. No. <laughs> right next door. <laughs> We were great nutritionists. <laughs> that was good times, man. Shout out to J and A's, I think. Shout out to to them. Yeah. Um, and shout out to yeah. ADC for giving us shout out to ADC to work hard to earn those <laughs> greasy. Yeah, things. man. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out to that. Yeah, uh, that's that's what that's my base of it. I I think I I feel you know. I never knew I would be doing this for a career. I never thought I'd be teaching kids. I never thought I'd be a mentor. Uh, I thought I was going to work at the post office with the rest of my family. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's taken so much of my time that it's, it's, it is my family. I never realized that. I didn't realize that until I moved here to Chicago and, and realized how much I depend on the connection with these parents and these kids, uh, my, my uh, colleagues. Um, it's huge to me. That is my family here. Mm -hmm. And if any of y'all listening, I will be over to one of y'all houses for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm here for it. They're, they're very fortunate to have you. <laughs> okay, I got one final question for you. And this is what I do for everyone um, before the podcast ends. I ask you within one word or one sentence without thinking about it too much, what would you say to your haters? Eat chicken and I'll pray for you. Thanks for listening today and tune in tomorrow for more short and sweet tips. Happy dancing. listening today and tune in tomorrow for more short and sweet tips. Happy dancing.